Hey friend, welcome to episode 31 of the Lifestyle Medicine Project. I'm so excited. Today we're talking about one of my favorite episodes, which is sleep. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about how sleep can affect your lack of weight loss and how um, you can get, or I'm sorry, the truth about sleeping better and quality sleep versus quantity of sleep. Okay, so here we go. Welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Coble, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally. And most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. Okay, sleep is such a beautiful thing. It gives our body time to rest. It gives our minds time to rest. It gives our bodies time to recover from the day's stresses and to clean up any messes that may be on the inside, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, helps us to um, process the day's events and whatnot, okay? Unfortunately, some of us do not get enough sleep. And when you don't get enough sleep, that does not help with weight loss for a number of reasons. Um, one of them being that you just don't have the energy to do anything, um, you, it's bare minimum and then you start reaching for like sugary things to get your energy up and caffeine and then caffeine negatively affects your sleep and it's just a very vicious cycle, very vicious cycle. Not to mention the hormones that it throws off um, when you don't get good sleep, when you don't get adequate amounts of sleep, okay? So we're going to talk about five steps to a good night's sleep. First... And y'all are not going to like this one. You're already going to dislike me. You're already going to hit the stop button and just go to the next podcast. But just, just stay with me. Just stick with me. Okay? First one, cut off all electronic devices two hours before bedtime. Phone, TV, tablets, e-readers, etc. Okay? Um... Blue light stimulates the brain. Not only that, the things that we watch on TV stimulate our brain. A lot of people like action-packed things. A lot of children, especially men that I know, um, watch or play um, like battle games, killing games, shooting games, stuff like that. And that stimulates our brain and is not helpful for us to calm down, relax, wind down um, and get our body and mind prepared for bedtime 
am I guilty of doing this? Yes, very, very. I have goals in life. I know what I'm supposed to do. I just need to do it. You know, it's like, do as I say, don't do as I do. Not really. But we're all working on this together, y'all. We are all working on this together. Okay? So, cut off all electronic devices two hours before bedtime. All right. Second one. Create a pre-bedtime routine. So, somewhere around 30 minutes before bed, um, you know, start your routine. Whether it's drinking a cup of tea, reading a book, doing some calming yoga, reading your Bible, journaling, um, something that helps your body to wind down and start producing the melatonin that triggers your body and lets it know that it is time to sleep. Okay, so not sure what your bedtime routine looks like. Mine personally, um, I was going in my room and reading a book. Haven't had a good book in a while, so if you have any suggestions, go ahead and send me an email at support at jennifercobel.com. Love to hear your suggestions. Um, right now, I am crocheting. I love to crochet. That is my my little secret pastime. I'm currently crocheting a blanket, so I am doing that. Um, I drink my afternoon LaCroix when I get my limoncello when I get tired of um, water. I drink that at night. Um, and just these are things that I do, you know, like brush your teeth and change into your night clothes and just a routine to get your body or your mind into the mindset that like we're cooling down, we're chilling out, we're getting ready for bed. Okay. Um, <laughs> my husband loves to come in my little boy's room and like get him all riled up before bedtime. And I have to be like, Hey, like, you know, we're trying to chill out, like not playtime. It's time to like chill, read a book, go to bed, you know? So same thing for kids, like bedtime routine. My little one, we brush his teeth, we put on his pajamas, we read his book and he goes to bed. All right. Number three, don't eat heavy meals before bedtime. Um, bed, bedtime, sleep, nighttime, that is when your body is trying to rest. If it is digesting a meal, it is not resting. And on top of that, it's a good chance you're probably going to get heartburn or a little bit of indigestion. And it's just more difficult to sleep that way. Um, especially when you have just like a heavy just meal just sitting there in your stomach. Um, so, you know, if you do eat an early supper and you need like a little, a little snack before bed, just something very light, um, to get you through until morning time. All right. Number four, go to this bed at the same time every night. Now this is to help melatonin levels rise and fall at the right times or appropriately. Okay. Y'all, this is very difficult for many parents because you have one child here, one child there. You got to go pick up. You got to go drop off. But same time every night is a goal for you and your children. Um, this goes for you and the kids. All of these do. Um, me and my family try to do this because when my kids have a good night's sleep, we all have a better day the next day. Just telling y'all the truth. 
Okay. Now, number five, stop drinking caffeine and eating sugar eight hours before you plan to go to bed. Now, that being said, some people metabolize caffeine differently. My mother-in-law can drink a cup of coffee before bed and go right to sleep and not have any issues. Okay. I, on the other hand, cannot. Cannot do that. So if you're having trouble sleeping, evaluate your caffeine intake and your sugar intake and try to cut that back slowly. Like, you know, if your bedtime is nine o'clock, like don't drink any after one o'clock. Okay. And see how that affects your sleep and see if your sleep is more um, energizing. See if you feel more rested when you wake up in the morning. Because a lot of times you go to bed and you're like, oh, I slept all night long, but I'm still tired. That's not good. Like something is awry. So we need to go to bed, sleep those six, seven, eight hours, and feel rested when we get up. That is the goal. Okay? So five steps real quick. Cut off all electronic devices two hours before bedtime. Create a pre-bedtime routine and stick to it. Um, don't eat heavy meals before bedtime. Go to the bed at the same time every night and stop drinking caffeine and eating sugar eight hours before you plan to go to bed. Okay? Now, try this for yourself and for your family and see if everybody starts getting a little bit better sleep, maybe having a little bit better morning and not being so grouchy. Um, I know this summer my kids got all out of whack because we weren't being as strict with the tablets and the phones and the devices and they kind of got snuck into the rooms and we had some really ill mornings. And so now that school has started back, we're getting a little bit better. So try that. If you do decide to try one of these, all of these, you think all of it's trash, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I encourage you to try all of them. But if you notice a difference, send me an email at support at jennifercobel.com and let me know what worked. Let me know what worked. Let me know what didn't work. And let me know if you have any suggestions or questions or ideas for next episodes. Okay, so I hope this episode has blessed you. I hope that you have a wonderful night's sleep tonight, tomorrow night, maybe in the next week. And I hope to see you soon. Okay, y'all have a good one. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.